That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. I think when people get more comfortable and relaxed, they speak better. Like um, when I was in uh, Rome, I was learning Italian, and I spoke the best when I was drunk because I, <laughs> I was in a taxi, and I was drunk, and I just I was, oh, el mio italiano ole mille, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, no, molto bene. I was like, oh, shit. That, that's exactly the same for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I met uh, Tom Taylor some weeks ago in Paris. Uh, mm. We talked about this. He told me that my English is way better uh, when I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I feel uh, I, I feel like like this when, when I'm drunk. Yeah. Uh, now I'm having a beer, but it's not enough to feel drunk. Mm. <laughs> I'll start singing. Uh, <laughs> well, feel free to answer any questions uh, in the form of song. Oh, that'd be that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Bat Force Radio, the Batman and DC podcast with no limits. Uh, we have been taking things a little bit easy this holiday season, but we are back just before Christmas with another great guest. So let's get the round table out of the way. We've got the Bat Force Times in New York. And I'm Robin Cross in Canada. And tonight's guest is known for his artistic talents in books like Injustice Gods Among Us, Star Wars, Titans, uh, Justice League with Scott Snyder and James Tynan, and beginning this week, working once again with author Tom Taylor on the new Suicide Squad number one, joining us on a very late night in Spain, Mr. Bruno Redondo. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> How are Thanks. you? Great. How are you, Bruno? Fine, thanks. Excellent. Uh, very late night there. Again, we appreciate you uh, taking the time away from your work to, uh, well, I, I guess you're dividing your attention. Uh, I, I think you're going to be drawing as you speak to us here. <laughs> yes, but it's the way I used to to work uh, with the family around. So I'm, I'm used to this. Well, but I, I don't used to talk in, in English while I'm uh-huh. working, so... This will be a little harder. harder. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll call the English optional. Anything uh, that you choose to uh, answer in Spanish, people will just have to translate. Or Tom. We can get Tom to do it. He can translate yeah. it later. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we have a translator. Our last episode with uh, Jorge Fornes, we had one of our yeah. guys on, Tom. He speaks... Uh, what he calls dirty Spanish, so he was able to, uh, <laughs> to bridge some gaps uh, <laughs> when uh, Jorge couldn't understand what we were saying or vice versa. But uh, yeah, we're we're without Tom tonight, so we'll just have to get I, by. I try not to make that necessary, but uh, uh, you have to try to talk with Jorge Jimenez too. Uh, yeah, that will be really funny to hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love that. Uh, I, I'm hoping that we can uh, that we can talk with him. That would be great. But for now. Uh, we'll keep it easy because we're going to be speaking about you. The first thing I wanted to talk about is just what was it that uh, that 
made you decide that you wanted to be an artist? What what gave you that inspiration to uh, to begin that? The real fact is that I never took the decision. I just uh, I, I mean the the really young Bruno Redondo took that decision for me, not deciding. Uh, I just started uh, drawing since really young, and I did not stop. I, I mean, uh, uh, any of us uh, uh, are uh, uh, everybody draws when we are kids, you know. Mm. Uh, the point is that some of us uh, never stop. So, and and the point was that uh, when I started to have comic books from different countries in my hands, uh, I, I I just fell fell in love with the things that that awesome people could do with uh, with a pencil uh, and the colors and the words so so the point is that i i just uh, try to imitate that uh, that awesome people i always try to to learn from from the great artists and what ended up leading you on the path to becoming uh, like a, taking your first step into drawing comics i i, I guess uh, between the many options that you could do um, drawing I was comfortable, or I was, uh, I found funny to tell stories in mm. one way or another. So, uh, comics uh, is, you know, uh, is what they say, is uh, uh, one of the most spectacular and cheaper uh, ways to tell great story. Because if you need to have uh, a dinosaur in, in a movie, it's really harder than, than to draw it. But, but anyway, this idea is a dangerous idea because of, sometimes a writer writes, uh, then appears a hundred of, of soldiers <laughs> and, and it takes a second to, to write, but not to draw. Yeah. You know, so, it, 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 so there's uh, some comics cheaper than others in, in, in about the, the budget. Uh, I think uh, I would have a better shot at making a, an actual movie with a dinosaur than of myself being able to draw a dinosaur. <laughs> what what um what comic books did you like as a kid that you were getting over there in Spain? Was it like Marvel or DC or Image or or all sorts of stuff? Uh, in in Spain, when I was a kid, uh, there was not too much uh, DC comics. Mm. The publisher who had the, the rights uh, about DC was uh, not too good, uh, and, and but but we we had a lot of Marvel comics, yeah, and just a few of, of DC comics. Now we have the luck that uh, the, the last uh, publishers that had uh, the the rights to DC comics, they did a, a great job publishing, editing old works from DC. So now we have uh, everything that uh, from DC, we, you can find it in Spain right now. But uh, when I was a kid, uh, that was not possible. So I used to read more uh, about uh, about X-Men, about Spider-Man, that kind of things. Uh, Wolverine was one of my favorites. But, um, but in the middle of all this, uh, every Batman comic that felt in, in, in my hands, uh, was like a treasure. Uh, I mean, uh, we had more Marvel, and I'm a, a big Marvel fan too, but uh, Batman is uh, over everything. Yeah, definitely. So that, that must be really exciting because as a kid, it sounds like he was your favorite, and now, you know, you're drawing him and, and every other character in the DC universe. Like, what does that feel like? Do you... Do you still feel like a kid, only this time now you're controlling the comic? Well, 
you, you sometimes have to remember to yourself uh, that uh, key point of view. Yeah. Because uh, this is a work and, and it's hard and it, it, it's a, a lot of, you know, you have to put a lot from yourself to make it right. Yeah. But but the point is that the, that the, the kid is still there. Yeah. Um, and, and it's awesome. I, I know there's a lot of artists, comic artists, that they sound like they, mm, they are not much in love with superheroes. And they are doing this for doing their own uh, kind of comics uh, right after. Mm. But uh, the, the point is that I, I, I love superheroes and I love the, the toys I'm playing with. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a privilege to, to have the chance to tell stories with uh, Batman, Superman, Green Arrow. And, and more characters that that you know on on the road. And you you worked a lot with the injustice storyline, correct? Yes, uh, uh, I, I worked uh, in most of the chapters. Not mm. not even the half because, as as you know, it was a weekly comics. Yeah. But I, I did a lot. Yeah, that's a that's good because that's a really popular title because it coincided with the the video games as well, and it was uh, exposed to a lot of people and a lot of readers. So that's a that's really cool to be working on a book with with so many characters and whatnot. Yeah, that that, that was uh, a lottery, because it was not the kind of comic that was supposed to be so popular and and so yeah. Uh, successful. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it was not supposed to be because I I I worked I worked in the past in a lot of video games comics, and they did not used to be. Uh, so high quality as, as what uh, Tom wrote in Injustice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think it was uh, originally meant to go on as long as it did either, but because it was so uh, it was so popular. Yeah, th there have been comic books to tie into video games for years, but typically it's yeah. something you, know, you you read it once and then you're like, okay, that was all, and and you move on with your life and forget about it. Mm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Injustice was so good and it made such a huge impact that it went on and on and through multiple years and the, the story went so far beyond what the, the games even did. Yeah, and, and that's because uh, Tom is a magician. Yeah. <laughs> he, he already did it again uh, with uh, Decisive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He takes a, a little story that could be uh, just something little funny uh, and well done, but he he turns it into a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, he he has that uh, that magic about him. Like we saw him take an issue of Batman Annual, that that issue about yes. Alfred. Uh, he just yes. did this week's uh, this current week's issue of Detective Comics, and yeah, he just yeah. has that knack for uh, for really making things count. And he's the I think he's the only guy who is currently writing marquee titles like big name titles for both dc and marvel at the same time mm. yeah there's there's uh there's not too much too much of, of those mm -hmm. it's, it's more easy to find in the artist to find an artist that is jumping between the two big uh, ones but uh i don't remember too much writers doing that and it makes me wonder how long he will uh be able to continue doing both before one of them says okay enough of this let's sign him <laughs> to an exclusive <laughs> I, I i don't know i i don't have any idea about that i i just know him he enjoys a lot to 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 playing with different characters but but 
Well, I, I'm in one side right now, uh, so I, I hope to have more of him in the city. Yeah. Well, speaking of Tom, uh, you're back working with him again now, uh, as I mentioned. So uh, we've been able to read uh, issue one of Suicide Squad already uh, that's coming out as of the time we're releasing this episode. Mm -hmm. So we can go ahead and uh, address the fact that this issue starts quickly and it starts very messy. Uh, sort of a typical Tom style to just go for it right away, but you guys you guys made a splash right with uh, issue one. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, uh, uh, the, the bad point about this is uh, it's harder uh, every way. Any day is harder to, to surprise the reader because Tom doesn't stop uh, killing uh, <laughs> character, so he, he's the, the the most dangerous uh, person in comics. Uh, I mean, he he um, he has more kills in his list uh, than Galactus or, <laughs> or I don't know, or, <laughs> or 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 Mickey Mouse. He killed the whole Marvel uh, Netflix universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, uh, Tom. Tom Tom has a longer list about that. Yeah, and one interesting thing about that is, so with the introduction of this new team, uh, you know that we so we have two factions in this book. There's the Suicide Squad that we know, you know the the current roster, and then we're introduced to this other team uh, who consider themselves Freedom Fighters. And you, uh, along with Tom, created these new characters. So you you grew these new babies that you guys came up with together, and you immediately had to kill some of them. Uh, yeah, you you said that. Uh, I I'm not gonna lie. So yes, some of them, and and it's especially hard because you are creating something and you try to make it cool, and you need to to love it, and you need to find a, a way to do something original. Uh, and then, then this happens. So, <laughs> yes, it's a, it's, it's a little harder. But I, um, the, the good point is that we are creating a lot of new characters. So the, uh, the, there's a lot of other characters to to still keep loving uh, we are, while they are they are there. And I really hope to keep some of them uh, alive after all all the run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, so, some of these new characters are uh, are really awesome. Uh, they use uh, some classic ideas, but in a new way, with a little new scope, with the, the camera in another place. So I think we, I, I don't know if we are uh, going to make it, but we are trying to, to do something new. Yeah, it, it has a definitely uh, very fresh feel. You know, we get introduced to these new characters, and they have cool abilities, and we so we get to learn uh, the the abilities the new characters have, and see a little bit of the relationships between these characters, and uh, then yeah, we we lose some of them pretty quickly. But uh, it, yeah, it will be cool if some of these characters can last through here, and uh, we get to yeah, see a lot of them, and the maybe. Something I, 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 I want to remember about this uh, is the point is, for me, 
is is not uh, killing characters for killing characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you like to do that, the point is more than uh, we are uh, telling stories about uh, about characters that are moving in a really dangerous world. Uh, mm-hmm. They they choose dangerous lives, and they are uh, playing with the death every day. So the the the, the point about how Tom uh, does these things, how he tells these stories, is that uh, it will be uh, stupid to think that at the end of the day everything will be okay and every everybody will be will be okay and and and, and just uh, wounded. The point is that uh, um, this makes the stories more believable, more real. You can feel it more real because uh, they are they are in that really dangerous situations. So uh, in the moment uh, when someone falls, uh, is what has to happen. Mm-hmm. So you are more into the story and you are more into the the the, the story with the survivors and and looking for the next. Uh, moment and what what will happen next and it can happen anything because uh, we are not playing to keep everyone safe uh, who is the most favorite of uh, of, of the readers uh, let's keep him safe no that doesn't happen here yeah uh, sometimes i i love a character and, and says uh, tom can we keep him alive a little more <laughs> with him and, and uh, sometimes he uh, he acts uh, sometimes he's okay <laughs> and sometimes I fall in love with a character and <laughs> he's uh, death tomorrow ah. but that, that's life <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh it you you mentioned that it, it gives it uh, some realism and it it also gives the stories their stakes. You know, there, there's yeah. something at stake because, you know, things things can happen. It's, typically, yeah. when you read uh, any regular comic, you know, no matter how bad things get, well, the, the hero's going to be okay at the end. You know, yeah, you, you know at, that, at the end of that story, he, he's still going to be okay. But, uh, yeah, with, with this, you don't know that. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I think that even the good points, because uh, I, I love to do... Uh, humor scenes with Tom. Um, the, the the good moments feels uh, more real too when it has that contrast with the with the dark moments. Yeah, have to have the balance. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or everything just sort of you know it just becomes monotonous after. And, yeah, you know. I, I I feel that sometimes you you see that uh, way dark stories that are. All, all, all dark, like you know, like in in some in some movies, uh, that if everything dark uh, is like uh, there's no there's n- nothing is dark if everything is dark, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It 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 doesn't seem dark if there's never any light. Yes. Creating a whole team of new characters. What was the process uh, between the two of you on that? Uh, did you brainstorm these characters together, or was Tom sort of creating who they were, what their abilities were, and you got to do uh, the look of them, or did you uh, create all that uh, as a unit? Uh, so uh, it, it and this always starts with Tom, um, and 
sometimes he has a really clear idea, uh, a visual idea about how it will end. And I try to 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 find what he wants. Uh, and well, in in this process, uh, this time in Society Squad, it's been really important to the the figure of the uh, the editor, uh, Andrea Sia. That Andrea has been an awesome editor, and she's uh, uh, participating a lot in the conversation, uh, adding a, a lot of uh, ideas. There's some characters that are uh, pure Andrea, mm. and the uh, and the point is that sometimes uh, there's a clear idea that comes from from Tom. Sometimes it's not so close, so I can put more from from my side and and and, and develop a little more the the character. So it, it's been different with with every character, but. It's been really funny because uh, I never did it before, and it suddenly it's not been to create one or two characters. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, I have a, a big list beside me, just to remember, not to to forget any of of them, because there's a lot of of uh, balls in the air. Yeah, and uh, it, it's not just one team that you're you're balancing you know, with these cr- new characters that. You- uh, that you've created together, but you're also balancing them with the existing Suicide Squad, and then with yes. you know the what becomes the list of who is left uh, mm-hmm. after that uh, initial confrontation. Some of the the the, the pre-existing characters uh, are characters that are not really too much defined, so uh, we had the, some freedom to adjust some some details. To make the to make our own take take of, mm. of them. It was endorsed by uh, Robert Garcia, the, uh, the the he's the mayor of uh, Long Beach. Is it? No, I was reading an article about uh, Robert Garcia endorses the mm-hmm. upcoming uh, Suicide Squad uh, issue that you and Tom Taylor are working uh, are putting out. That's ah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read uh, I read a, a tweet about that. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty big. <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. I, I I don't know because I I, do, I didn't know him previously, uh, but uh, uh, but uh, I read uh, an article uh, about it was like if if uh, some someone from the government was supporting us or something like this. I so yeah. I, I'm from Spain. <laughs> I, I I don't follow that so. Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a U.S. government official, and he is the. Uh... <laughs> That's that's pretty that's pretty awesome. He's the Long Beach mayor, and he's and he really loves the book that him, uh, you and Tom Taylor are putting out. So that says a that's lot. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very cool. Yes, very cool. And uh, speaking of that, uh, it, it's uh, a cool little thing that uh, the issue starts off uh, located in Australia, and I assume that is uh, a little bit of Tom Taylor flavor there, with uh, Tom being an Australia guy himself. Yes, uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, it's impossible not to put something from from what you know uh, from time to time. Um, so uh, that uh, uh, that gave me a lot of problems to find the right documentation, the right pictures to uh, about the port the port area of the city. Uh, but I tried to make justice. To the to the to the port, I, I change some details, but mm. I hate when I hate a lot when you see uh, a movie 
in a place that you know and yeah. they, they change everything oh, and they yeah. do not yeah. understand uh, uh, anything of it. So I try to, to be close about that. But I guess uh, there will be always someone who, who tells me that I did something wrong because I, I'm sure that I did something wrong for sure. Well, hopefully they'll be uh, they'll be more happy with seeing their their hometown, you know, shown in the comics. That, that's always a cool thing, especially, you know, maybe a place like Australia gets you know uh, depicted in a lot of things. But uh, you know, if you're from a particular area, it, it's cool to see it represented. I live in a small city in in Canada, mm-hmm. and when I was a kid, there was a Wolverine issue that came out where. Uh, Professor X is uh, helping him uh, explore his memories, you know, helping him access some of his memories. And the way it's shown is it shows him walking through what looks like movie sets. And there's a part where he, you know, he's going through this apartment that he lived in. And there's just one line where he mentions where that apartment was and he drops, he drops the name of my little city I live in. So that became my favorite Wolverine issue when I was a kid. Cause you know, this little city I live in got mentioned like Wolverine said he lived there. And that was just super cool when I was a kid. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> so hopefully just people that are reading this comic will, will be more happy to see their, their home being depicted than uh, focusing on nitpicking on details of it. Do, do you yeah. draw all digital or do you use like a pencil and paper as well? Uh, right now, I'm, I'm working all digital, all digital. because uh, because of the time, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, definitely. Yeah, I, I try to to do something in paper when I have to when I have time enough. I try to do the covers yeah. uh, in paper, but uh, I I recognize there's uh, it's been a lot of time since I didn't work in in paper. Mm. Yeah, so you're you're very used to working digitally now. It, it feels comfortable now. Like. Yeah, yeah, it feels com- comfortable. It is um, you have a, a lot of uh, of tools, a lot of uh, tricks that you can do. Yeah. Um, uh, the the bad point is that you know that it, it's always great to have uh, original art mm, to right, yeah. to to give to a friend uh, or, or even for sale. Yeah. But uh, the time is the, the the thing that I give more value these days. Mm, yeah that's true it does save a lot of time with digital and if mm-hmm. you, you could always edit and you know correct things on the the tablet sure. it's so much easier than paper i suppose yeah 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 and uh this is something that uh greg capullo pointed out when i was talking to him uh, a couple years ago uh mm-hmm. now that so many people are reading comics digitally uh he mentioned that people would uh critique to him that oh when they zoomed in on you know a background of one of his pages you know <laughs> they would nitpick about you know that how there wasn't very much detail in like you know the, the windows on these buildings but now when you're doing things digitally you're able to zoom in and you can fit in all that detail that maybe you couldn't when you're just drawing on a page with pencil and you obviously can't zoom in on that so it, it gives yeah. you the ability, the option of adding that extra detail, and yeah, that you know, so, gives so when... you the option to get the map, uh, <laughs> and that's not a good, uh, a, a good thing. Uh, <laughs> I assure you. <laughs> I, the, the first time I worked, uh, I worked in digital. It was when I was doing Star Wars, uh, and and I made some of that big mistakes, 
uh, uh, you are drawing uh, some characters in the background and you are in, in, you don't know in that moment but you are in a big big zoom so when you pull the camera um, out uh, you find that you work it a lot in, in just a millimeter of the page and that's <laughs> stupid that madness and and doesn't make sense so I, I had to learn to to not zoom too much there's a, a, a Spanish artist um, David Lopez who always says that the the zoom is the evil uh, so you don't have to zoom uh, too much I zoom I do the zoom but not too much because you lose the perspective of the, mm. the whole panel, the whole page. Yeah, yeah, that, that can't be fun to, to work for hours just to find out that that all that work that you put in is going to be too small for anyone to even see it. Yeah, uh, that really hurts. So yeah. I, I, I'm not really worried uh, about that. The reader can uh, zoom on one panel of fun. And he can find that I did some crappy lines in the background. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't mind because I'm telling a story and, and yeah. you can draw perfectly a, a trash can in the far background. I, I don't mind that. <laughs> I, I'm trying to tell the story. And, and sometimes it's something that, that I'm learning uh, now. Uh, drawing less is, is, is telling more. Sometimes you need to unfocus some points to focus on other points. Yeah, highlight uh, what the actual point of the page is yeah that's a good point yeah i think i think tim sale used to do that too and it would be a simplistic like room but it is because he wanted you to focus on like a, a scratch on the wall or like something on the floor or something so it's yeah yeah, it's, it's yeah. Cool. I, I don't think uh, necessarily more realistic is better right uh, yeah. not always and i love many uh, realistic artists yeah. a lot of and, and and my style used to be more realistic uh, but uh, that's not what makes a good storyteller. Mm, a good right. storyteller is, is something more than that. It's to choose the right battle, I think. And there's uh, many ways to, to do this, yeah. uh, different ways. That is true. Uh, speaking of which, uh, are there any artists who uh, particularly influence your style or the way you uh, approach how you uh, do your storytelling? Uh, there's uh, more than I can tell, uh, yeah. more than I can tell. I, I never stop studying different artists. Uh, right now, uh, for example, uh, mm, uh, 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 a Spanish editor is publishing for the first time in decades uh, a good black and white edition of Akira. You know oh, Akira? Yeah. Akira, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the manga from Otomo. Yeah. And, and I'm learning a lot from that guy, from how he, who he do, do the panels, how he does the, the backgrounds, the inking, the dirty inking, and the awesome backgrounds. So right now I'm moving around my house and I, uh, I'm never, I'm never um, more far from, uh, uh, from uh, an arm from the Akira comic. I'm moving with the Akira comic to everywhere. Wow. And after this, I, I will be, I will take another, um, I don't know, I, I'll probably take a, a Lee Weeks comic and I'll study, study, study. So I, 
uh, one of the reasons I work in this is because I love the work of, of all of these people, of all of these genius. Yeah. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to 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 look at the page uh, again and again. Mm. So right now uh, I'm studying especially uh, Otomo and Akira, yeah. but uh, tomorrow will be another. Uh, will be I don't know uh, Jorge Jimenez, for example, my friend, mm. uh, um, or Olivier Copel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. awesome too. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh. He's, is he in Portugal? <laughs> I think he's in Portugal, right? No, no, no. He's from Spain. Oh, he is from Spain. Oh, I thought he was in Portugal. No, no, no. He's from Spain, uh, like like me. We are we are friends. We uh, used to go together to the conventions. Oh, uh, wow. Jorge, Dani Sampere, and me. Mm. Oh wow! I noticed recently, um, between you, Olivier, and um, Jorge, it's uh, this is a nice little trend of you know amazing artists over in Spain getting more working more and more in DC comics. Like, how do you feel about that? I think it's great yeah there's uh, it's it's awesome because there's more great artists from spain working for dc every day yeah and i did i did not i didn't know the the work from uh, jorge fornes mm. for example uh, till the last month right but wow. he, he suddenly appeared uh, yeah. over the table and and he almost he almost break the table yeah. <laughs> his work is, is stunning and, and and he's like a like pure classic comic book yeah with uh, yeah. All, all the energy that you can do in in a comic book he so, has like a yeah. mazzichelli kind of thing going on right now like like david mazzichelli like that style. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot a lot and and but the point is that it, it's really hard to work in that style and and doing it right because yeah. it looks easy because he he m makes that it looks easy yeah but mm -hmm. it's way hard it's really 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 difficult yeah. to, to yeah. do that style. yeah and i think uh, as a result of that style some people don't appreciate it you know they, they don't appreciate uh the artistry that goes into that style i i think if if someone doesn't appreciate that and i I know, I know. Not everybody does, but I think the I think, I think I'm sorry, crazy. but I, I think they are wrong. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Agreed. Wait, Robin, talk, do you do you with really all think? With my respect. Like I haven't heard anything bad about his stuff. Yeah, I, I I I've seen. It's the same people though that also uh, you know didn't think uh, Mazzucchelli's work was amazing, or you know you you hear people uh, critique artists like Frank Miller. And, you know, yeah. you'll see, you know, uh, I'll just say uneducated uh, people attacking the art of someone like Frank Miller because you know, they think that because they don't like his visual style, they'll say that he doesn't know how to draw. But they yeah. don't understand that well, he's an amazing artist. He yeah. chooses this style. And what the truth is, is you may not enjoy his style but this is his selected style well when i, I like to remember and that em embraced me but i'm gonna confess that when when i was a kid and i was and i started to learn about comics uh, i i remember when i found for the first time when i was really young uh, the work from uh, mike mignola 
mm-hmm. used to think that he was a, a bad artist, and and I said uh, and I did not understand why he was uh, doing so impo- so important things, but uh, that was because I was uh, I had no education by then, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely wrong. And uh, once I started learning to read learning to appreciate the the things that are far from the realism or or, or what is cool today uh, I, I absolutely fell in love with uh, with Mike Mignola's work and I have uh, uh, all of his comics and I, I and he's one of the the artists I used to study uh, a lot I, I'd love to be him mm. but uh, so the point is that when someone is not appreciating a great artist, I used to remember that I, I was one of that uh, stupid guys, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I have to understand. Yeah, and I th- a lot of it can have to do with what you're accustomed to seeing in art, you know, what you think is the way it's done. Like when someone looks at Jorge's work who has just been reading comics for a few years, so what they're accustomed to is uh, Batman in the comics looking like this giant muscular you know armored you know <laughs> monster so when you see someone's style who looks like david mazakelli and jorge fornes where yeah. their style is you know it's batman he's just a man and he's in you know just a suit that he you know stretches on himself that they uh they don't see that as being normal no it's it's just a matter of time and education um, some of these, uh, and I love to see how some of these artists so different, like uh, like Jorge, like uh, Jorge Fornes, Jorge Jimenez. Uh, this kind of di- so different artists uh, usually uh, loves the work of each other. So is is uh, you don't have to choose uh, the, the best take or something. Uh, there's a lot of Batman's over there. And I I love uh, most of them. I, I I could I could think about if there's some Batman I don't like especially, but it doesn't come comes to my mind right now. But uh, but I appreciate a lot of different types of Batman. I I'm even not sure what will be my take on Batman if, if I have to draw this series sometime. That'll be cool. Well, what I will be looking forward to now that we're being introduced to these new characters that you and Tom have created is I'll be looking forward to when we get to see some of these characters show up in other books, in other stories, interacting with other characters. I love to see that, but uh, and I don't know. We, we will have some uh, cameo of some characters from DC Universe, uh, I can tell. But uh, I'd love to see uh, another artist working on these characters. Mm-hmm. Because by now, they are just uh, mine, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I'd, I'd love to see how uh, another artist uh, play with them and how can, how, how can we add or change something about them. With all of these characters that you've drawn, which are so many, um... Do you have a favorite character that you like to draw, or a few favorite? Like I know, obviously, p- probably Batman, but uh, is there any character or characters in particular that you like to draw? Uh, I like to draw Batman, for example. But the point is that uh, even 
if he's one of my favorites, uh, I don't find the, the best way to draw him because he's so hard. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, he's awesome. And it's, it's for, by now, it's hard for me to find the, way, the, the right way to draw him. Uh, but it's more easy for me, for example, to work with uh, Green Arrow. I love to work with him because uh, the, the classic goatee and uh, the kind of um, behavior of the character feels so real, so like a regular human being. And I, I like to, to play a lot with the acting of the characters. So, so, so I think that maybe my favorite characters are the the characters that does weird faces, like Harley Quinn, the Joker, uh, Green Arrow, uh, Plastic Man. The characters who does weird uh, uh, interpretation, weird acting, uh, are, are something really funny for me. Uh, I I can see what you mean about not uh have not knowing what your style choice will be for Batman because over the over the last couple of years I've posted on uh, Instagram a few different uh pieces of your Batman art and each time it's sort of been a different style a different take on him you know you've done different looks and you know different suits and different art styles overall. So yeah, I, I can see what you mean that uh, did, did you, you, you haven't settled point? on that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the point <laughs> is that I am still trying to find the, the right yeah. Batman for me. Yeah, I, I love many of them. So uh, it's like I, I know that if you share um, several of my Batmans, uh, they could look from different narratives even. Yeah. But yeah, I, there, I there, there was there was one I found there was one I found online recently yeah. that I didn't. It was from a few years ago, and I didn't even know that it was one of your pieces until I saw your signature on it because it looked so different from the other ones I've seen. What was that? Uh, it, it was. Uh, it, it almost looked like an Alex Ross Batman. Ah, in like in watercolor. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, it, it was like, uh, yeah, I, I think I know what, what you mean. I did two of them, two, two in that style, in like in blue colors. Mm -hmm. and, and it was just, uh, just, just for fun from a long time ago. And, and, and yes, doing a lot of study of, of, of shadowing and that stuff. And yes, I know it's different from <laughs> any other thing I, I did with Batman. It, it looked good though. Still, I, I liked it a lot. It was just uh, hard to recognize as your work because it was uh, such a departure. Yeah, but the point is that it, I, um, it's easy to do something weird in a pinup, in a commission, uh, isolated. But uh, for example, uh, to if this is not your style, to keep that in in a long pages in a sequence. Uh, for me, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, you can play to do something different uh, once, but to learn a new style is 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 a different thing. Yeah, it would be like uh, if you if if you want to speak, you know, say something in in a, a different voice, that'll be easy. But to speak all the time like that would would be difficult to uh, to just keep that yeah. mm. something like that yes yeah. here we have a little tradition called the lightning round 
Okay. Okay. Perfect. I don't know if um you've been to the states much in terms of food, but if you had to choose, would you lean to more towards New York style pizza or like Chicago deep dish big pizza? I've never been in Chicago. Okay. So I can't answer to that, but I like the the New York pizza, but I don't know if you know yeah. how it will be with the Chicago pizza. Mm, okay. Well, I'll take it as New York because I'm from New York. So, <laughs> um, I'm s plain M and M's or peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. Oh, nice. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. Now, now, if you could have dinner with one human being that has ever lived throughout history, dead or alive, any human being, who would you have dinner with? It's a classic question, but I never stop to think too much about that. Mm -hmm. uh, um, well, yes, yes. Uh, David Bowie. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. Good nice. one. Yeah. He's, he's popular, David. If yeah. you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, I, I, I think that uh, flying will be great. Oh, nice. Flight. Yeah, it's a classic one, you know. Yeah. A, lo <laughs> a lot of um, comic book artists, they always tell us uh, they would control time so they can make their deadlines and not, <laughs> not have oh, to God. rush anything. Can I change the answer? <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the last one I have is uh, what... What was the best advice that you can remember ever getting, and who gave it to you? I, I think I think I can remember. Uh, um, if I can give a long answer. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, I was uh, a kid. Uh, I, I already started uh, drawing uh, comics. I was trying to show to the editors. Uh, the point is that uh, there's a really nice convention, a uh, really nice comic convention here in Spain, in Aviles, in, in the north of Spain. Uh, and in this convention, you can find uh, many great artists uh, invited every year. And, uh, and in this convention, it's not in, like, it's a, a little one, okay? And the point is that you can find the artists in the bars, in the, in the pubs. Because it's a, a little town, and it's easy to to hang around with uh, everyone, the, the invited ones, and the and, and just the, the fans. So the point is that I, I was a fan in that in that days, and I was with uh, I used to have my 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 pages to show it to everyone. Uh, I, I I was uh, I was bothering by that time. The point is that I I went to. Um, I'm not sure who the artist was, but he was uh, an English artist, re really good one. Um, I remember later. The point is that I was showing my work to him, okay? And he was uh, giving me, it was late, okay? Everyone was drunk and, um, well, uh, yeah, ah, he was Barry Kitson. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. well, ba Barry Kitson. Uh, was telling me uh, some advices, okay? He was telling me, oh, no, if you do the lines in that direction, that doesn't work because blah, 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 blah. And, and instead of listen and learn uh, his, uh, his opinion, uh, I was telling him, no, but I did that because of blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I was explaining instead of learning. Mm. And, and, and 
and and sitting by the, by by us, it was uh, Brian Nazarello, uh, and 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 the point that was he was he was drunk, and he told mm -hmm. me, shut up, all this kid. Okay, and I think that that was the, the, the best uh, the best advice no one told me ever. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Brian is irrelevant. I, I could hear him saying that too, Brian. That's yeah. that's definitely as <laughs> No, he's a genius. He used uh, just a few words, and and he uh, uh, I learned a lot from that advice. Yeah. So I try to do that more since then. Uh, not not every day I I, I, I do it right, but I, I try to. <laughs> and, and years after that, uh, mm, uh, well, I, I meet again to Brian, and 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 he's a really nice guy. Uh, he's a scary, uh, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> um, and, and Barry Kitson uh, is a really warm and close uh, person also. So uh, we we did uh, the the peace time mm. after that. Oh mm -hmm. wow! Oh wow! Oh, that's really that's a I like that story. That's a cool story. Well, the advice is shut up. Yeah, and listen yeah, to yeah. How yeah. how it all came together, you know, just yeah. Like, <laughs> I want I want to put that on a t shirt. <laughs> shut <laughs> up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bruno, man, we want to thank you so much for your time. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about your work. And uh, please keep up the good work because you're doing amazing work for DC Comics. And uh, we love looking you, at man. it. It's it's really good stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we definitely want more more from you. So just, you know, keep it coming with all that great work. And, uh, and he'll be telling somebody <laughs> one day, Bruno will be saying, Shut up and listen to somebody else one day. <laughs> <laughs> but, and no one can tell that in the way that Brian Azarello did it. <laughs> I, I can't do the same. <laughs> but it, it's been funny, guys. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. And uh, Robin, you want to plug a Suicide Squad one? Yeah, I just want to say, yeah, Suicide Squad number one is uh, on shelves today, December 18th. So pick it up and uh, send a tweet or something at uh, Bruno and Tom and let them know what you think. <laughs> Hey Gotham Dwellers, make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.